Oh, welcome into the PHNX Daily Bet Show on a Sunday, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to smash that like button, comment if you haven't, subscribe if you're new, and leave that five-star review if you're listening on audio. I'm joined, as always, by Johnny Venerable. How are we doing on this Sunday? We're taking over your weekend feed, fellas and ladies out there, ready for some NFC-AFC championship games And, you know, Shane and I got together late last week and he said, what the hell are we doing not going live Mm. on a Sunday morning or afternoon, depending on where you were, ahead of this loaded slate of Championship Sunday action. Shane, I'm ready. I I don't care for, let's say, three out of these four teams, but I do care about the Mm. money I'm going to make off of these teams and their successes today. Well, before we get into all of that. Um, some stuff happened this week that it did. we're big fans of. Um, and Staples uh, of the show. Yeah, th- there was a lot of coaching news, but we're not talking coach hirings. We're talking Urban Meyer's um, or Brian Kelly's reenactment of Urban Meyer. I'm sure you've seen this video. If you haven't seen the video, just go on Twitter. I didn't yeah. want to play it on the show because it's disturbing for you. Oh, we don't have the clip. Oh, I don't want to play this. Um, we'll probably get flagged by you. But we do have play. this. Um, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, Brian Kelly, new head coach of LSU, you know, um, made hype videos with his recruits where he's like dancing to NBA Youngboy. I'm, I'm uncomfortable looking at that. Yeah, very, very uncomfortable. And it looks a lot like Urban Meyer at the club in what was that, Nashville? Um, mm, no, that was in Ohio. That was Ohio. that was in yeah, Ohio. That's right. that, was, that, that was in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, Brian and I are about equal height at five <laughs> six and a half. Uh, Wait, really? That. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. He's just as short as I am. That looks like me when my wife and I are out and she's got heels on. Um, that <laughs> that's that's the kind of maneuver I'm going with. But instead of number six just kind of hanging out there, I usually get stiff armed. Then the maneuver on the left, you see uh, the difference in technique there by Urban yeah. going with the underneath grab. Mm. Um, and goodness, the the chick on the left, like, first of all, we can't really tell if she's into it or not. But I'm sure <laughs> after the fact, these photos, probably not. Whereas the recruit on the right, like, good chance that dude, whatever his name is, is going to be like a, a top 50 draft pick eventually. Yeah. If, especially if he's rocking single digits at LSU, yeah. you know he can play. So hopefully that that picture doesn't you know ruin his uh, playing career. We'll yeah. Follow him, but technique by by these elite uh, college coaches is uh, pretty impressive. That video not great. The video of him dancing with the other recruit, uh, I think he's a quarterback, really yeah. bad as well. But the video of him doing the gritty that came out yesterday was one of the most disturbing things ever. Shane, I really didn't me, appreciate that. I need to ask you a question. So a lot of people online are saying Brian Kelly's in on the joke, like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I don't I don't want to give him that much credit. I don't what think he is. On I don't think he is either. No, because – People are like, oh, he's trolling everybody. No. Mm, I th- He's kind of a bozo. I mean, to, the accent. Yeah, the accent to to leave your school after saying you're not like he just reminds me of like a a kid in elementary school that yeah. got packed like really nice lunch and would like flaunt it. And you're like, dude, that's your mom's lunch. That's not your lunch. And that's what he's doing with these recruits. Like, you're, he's not playing. Um, no, don't hit the gritty again, Brian Kelly. What did just happen though? Um, Josh McDaniels did get hired by the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are trying to become the Patriots. 
Um, that's worked out every for every other coach that's rubbed elbows with Bill Belichick. They've yeah. all succeeded. <laughs> They've all had roaring success. Kudos to you, Raiders. Josh McDaniels, epitome of class, has never stood up an NFL franchise. Oh, wait, he literally just did that to the Colts before they lucked into Frank Wright. Um, do you remember once upon a time, Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, starting 6-0 and then getting fired that same year? Uh-huh. So disaster, I want to say, um, not on the level of like a Matt Patricia, but at the same time, I mean, first of all, Josh McDaniels had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and yet backed his way into yet another head coaching opportunity. Mm-hmm. I watched New England's offense this year. It was pretty mediocre. Yeah. They won with defense and special teams and not turning the ball over. That The Raiders just can't help themselves. They fire the problem in John Gruden. Then Rick Biscacci or Biscotti or whatever his name is yeah. gets them to the playoffs. After an right, emotional roller coaster. Right. With Henry Ruggs and company, just horrific season. And they're like, no, we're actually going to hire the guy that stood up the Colts once upon a time and got fired by Denver and, you know, his buddies with Bill Belichick. But, you know, at the end of the day, he is the epitome of a fraud. And I always thought the Harbaugh stuff didn't make a lot of sense for them because they just went through that with Gruden high profile. So when they weren't targeting Harbaugh, I'm like, okay, they're going to do the right thing. They're going to give the job to Rich. And lo and behold, like, Make, that's a that's a horrific hire. Yeah. Horrific. It, it it reminds me a lot of the you versus the guy she told you not to worry about, but in the opposite thing. So this is Biscacha, <laughs> and then this is Josh McDaniels. Um, <laughs> just not just typical Raiders stuff going on in that organization. We're still waiting on some other picks we made. Unfortunately, Biscacha one was one of Johnny's head coaching ones. But we're still waiting on the Vance Joseph stuff, and we're still waiting on the Jonathan Gannon. Um, to Houston, I, I'm still confident in that. But the Dable coaching Daniel Jones, my God, I it makes me so sad that we didn't get to see anything else. Dable coaching Justin Fields. Well, let's let's pump the brakes a second. The Giants have multiple first round picks. There, I I expect them to make a run at Russell Wilson. Whether or not that transpires, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Brian Dable and his new GM, both of them come from Buffalo. They have no ties to Daniel Jones. It, basically, what they're they're hedging their bet on a couple different things. Number one, if they can't get an upgrade, they're fine just rolling Daniel Jones out and saying, "Okay, we'll we'll take our lunch this year. We'll go get a quarterback next year because there's no good competent QBs in the first yeah. round this year." And number two is, if they can get an upgrade, they'll they'll pivot off of him, and then they're talking him up in the short term to say, "Okay, Seattle, we'll give you four first rounders." and Daniel Jones, so you can start Daniel Jones this year. I, I don't mind it. Dable was a lock. That I hope you guys got, yeah. um, you know, I think it was, at one point it was plus 300. That was so easy to telegraph, especially after Buffalo, um, their GM came from Buffalo. Daniel Jones is a winner. I He's not. Know. He actually loses a lot of games. <laughs> um, you know who is a winner in the playoffs? It's Jimmy Garoppolo. And speaking of first-round picks, they're playing a team that almost has none of them. Correct. Um, there was a very funny stat that came out, or not even came out. It just happened. Uh, Jimmy okay. G posted a QBR of, I think, 11.8 in the win at Green good? Bay. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't know if that's good or not, that is the second worst QBR in the past 15 years by a mm. quarterback that won the playoff game. Um, if that doesn't tell you that he isn't winning the games for them, um, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get Miranda, to that. I've got your answer. To sit tight. We, we, we I'm going to tell you here. Answer. Yep. 
but if that doesn't tell you exactly what is going on, I mean, it's it's just such a strange situation, this Jimmy G stuff, but I still have confidence in them. And before we get into our picks, guys, it's NFL Championship Sunday. If you want to get free bets and you haven't signed up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. You can bet just $5 on any team's money line today and get $280 in free bets if they win. Um, that's promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But if you're already a member, you can do the same game parlays. They got some yeah. great promotions going on. Um, they got the best odds and live betting, like next touchdown scores and live betting, you know, players, whatever. Um, it just makes the game more fun or just live betting the spread. Um, so go ahead and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code PHNX when you sign up. Bet just $5 on any money line today in the NFC or in, in the NFL Championship Sundays. And get $280 in free bets, 56 to 1 odds ahead of Super Bowl 56. That's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800 next step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Well, since Miranda asked, let's just get into our props first. Let's do it. Give me Um, mine first. Let me hit me with mine. Miranda, the first touchdown is going to be scored by Jarek McKinnon plus 1,000. They want to run the football, that being the Kansas City Chiefs. They want to establish the fact that keeping Joe Burrow on the sideline is their best course of action. Clyde Edwards Hilaire did not play last week. He is going to be active today, but by all accounts, I don't trust him with the football. He does fumble. McKinnon looks like the harder runner at the end of the season. Can't you just see them getting in the red zone? Of course you can. It's Kansas City. Yeah. That's tremendous, tremendous value of plus 1,000. Throw 10 bucks on that and prosper. Well, I'm going to pivot away from your props really fast because okay. mine has a lot the same to do with it. You texted me this morning at 9.50, and I was cuddled up or cuddled up in my nice cozy bed. Yeah, I've been um, up since 6.30. I've been on the grind. Yeah. Um, and, well, I was, I, was, I was up at 9. I just, you know, I'm just a little cozy boy in my bed. And so I actually had already made my props. And it's funny that you sent me Jerk McKinnon because I – to Clyde Edwards Alaire at plus eleven hundred. Dirty rap bastard. Um, but no, for the people that that covers both of those. If you think that Kansas City isn't going to score on their first drive, you're a lunatic. It's just a yeah. matter of if they get the ball first. They have great scripted drives. Um, and CEH is usually the guy because they like to switch off backs. Um, mm-hmm. We saw it with Daryl Williams and uh, uh, Gore early in the year or later in the year. Um, when both were hurt, but now you're getting these two backs. I think they switch off a little bit. And so, yeah, I'm taking Clyde Edwards Alaire. Uh, maybe you throw five bucks on both of those and just hope they scramble. But somehow I feel like Pat Mahomes is going to avoid a rush and run for 20 yards and get in the end zone like he's Kyler Murray because we saw that a lot last week. Um, Max asks, Shane, riddle me this. Will Jamar Chase go for 200 again? I don't think so. Tyron Matthew, no. is there anything? Is he's, he officially act- he's, at, he's officially okay. active. Concussion protocol isn't real in the playoffs. We and and listen, what, what did we see last week? We saw Buffalo go away from their primary target in Stephon uh-huh. Diggs because they blanketed him, and Davis took advantage. Um, and so I think today maybe the T. Higgins effect is probably more likely. I think Jamar Chase is still going to get his. So maybe something to the effect of like, you know, four catches for like, you know, 80, 85 yeah. yards and a touchdown. But that that game they had earlier this year in Cincinnati, by the way, that was a generational performance yeah. with multiple broken touchdowns. I think we're going to see Spagnola's defense, Shane, that I know you're high on, preach tackling today. And, yeah, Saul says 150 plus two TDs. 
I could see it. I could see it. I mean, he if, like, if that happens, Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, all game planning, like they're just not going to allow that. But Jamar Chase is such a great talent that right. He, he as we saw in the Titans game, you throw a bubble screen on second and fifteen, and he goes for sixty yards. Like it's. I think I don't think it's hyperbole to say it's like game planning now against against Terrell Owens and Randy mm-hmm. Moss. He is entering that kind of yeah atmosphere. And, so Spagnuolo probably woke up this morning, got the news that, or he probably already knew, because again, concussion protocol in the playoffs is not a real thing. We all knew right. Tyron Matthew was going to play. Of course, we uh, did. Woke Just up like this COVID's morning, not a real thing in the playoffs. Yeah, woke up this morning and had a nice breath because last week Daniel Sorensen played ninety three or ninety four percent of the snaps, and how'd that work out? Yeah, exactly. So this is this is such a big thing for the Chiefs, and the only thing that is going to that can really screw up this Chiefs defense is Tyron Matthew is like a drama queen. When it, this guy's name is Bookman, I think we should trust him. Um, he's such a drama queen when it comes to this Chiefs defense because he's like, yeah. I did my job, but the secondary sucks. So he gets down on himself a lot. And if that starts happening, if Jamar Chase starts going, it can get worse. But I like Tyron, Tyler Boyd today. I, I think he's I like, the one that I like he and T. Higgins as second yeah. and third tier options. The tight end is, is solid, but I. To me, it can't just be Jamar Chase, and I think they know that. Um, apparently, the over-under right now on me drinking Hurricanes in New Orleans is set at two and a half. Um, we're flying into New Orleans before we go to the Senior Bowl. Um, I'm hammering the over on that because I have full control of it. Um, okay, well, let's Saul's paying for him. Before right? we get to the rest of our props, we'll get into our picks so we can talk about yeah. their game, the games. So we'll get into you first. Johnny, <sighs> what do you like today? Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want either of these these things to transpire, so that should tell you my 100% (laughs) objective to try to make you money. I want to see Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. I don't want to see Sean McVay's dumb face in the Super Bowl. With that being said, I told you this all last week. I said this on our Friday show, Shane. We're going to get a blowout in one of these two games. Yeah, I'm leaning toward, I think it's going to be Kansas City hosting Cincinnati, so I like them minus seven. I think they're they're just too potent offensively, and that's too much pressure on a Joe Burrow-led offense that gave up nine sacks against Tennessee. Now they're going to have to go against Melvin Ingram and Frank Clark say, man. Melvin and Chris Ingram's Jones. Been so good. I, 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 I want to see Joe Burrow play well, and I think he does to a certain extent, but I, I think Chiefs win by double digits. And then the Rams, listen, Jimmy Garoppolo, that they didn't score an offensive touchdown last week. The Packers were limited. I don't know what the hell was going on Aaron Rodgers. Matthew Stafford is playing as well as he's ever played. Mm-hmm. I think there's the do factor with McVay against Shanahan. Um, I could see this being a runaway game as well, but I think I, I'm, I'm too high on the Niners defense for that to happen. But I do think they win somewhere between five and six points. And then lastly, hammered this on Friday. Do it right now. 23 and a half this pick. pound the under in the San Francisco LA game. What Tampa do in the first half against LA last week? Not a goddamn Zilch. thing. What did San Francisco do against the Packers in the first half offensively? Not Jimmy a goddamn interception. thing. <laughs> That's right. So I, I could easily see this be like a seven to three game and half, a 10 to seven game. I think they'll get their points in the second half. That's why I'm not touching the over under, which is I think yeah. roughly about 45 right now. Good number, yeah. These these teams take a while to get going. I think Bosa, Aaron Donald will set the tempo, and it's just it's going to be a punt fest. It's going to be a divisional game too in the playoffs. Uh, they're yeah. always a little strange. Teams know slow. each other. Yep. Yeah, um, and that's why I did this today. I was burned a little bit by the Niners last week. Um, so what I'm doing now 
is I'm taking a six and a half point teaser. And look, I, I'm confident in the Chiefs. I like my, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I took the Chiefs straight up minus seven um, outside of this, and I like that pick a lot. But to get the the minus one twenty or whatever it is on this, you can't yeah. just take the Chiefs minus a half and or the Niners plus three and a half. So I'm taking the Niners plus ten. Uh, I don't see a situation where they lose this game or they they lose this game by more than ten points. I actually really like the Niners money line. I think the Niners win this game. Um, and I know I Tony, wouldn't hate that. Yeah. I, I like that that that's not going to bother me at all. I just how are they going to score points? I just think Shanahan has his number, man. I really do. And this is something that I've heard a lot, and it makes so much sense. Nothing is more dangerous than Sean McVay to the Rams, to himself, when he thinks he can run the ball. After Cooper Cup's fumble when they were up two scores last week, he ran the ball six out of seven times on first down. And that did not work, clearly, and they almost lost the game. He still thinks they can do that. And if he does that today, they're going to be in trouble. Um, I do think that... 49ers are in Shanahan's or McVay's head. When you're up 17 nothing and you blow that game, yeah. and then that in, ignites this run of success for them, I, I do think that that plays a part in it. The Niners have the kind of physicality that the Cardinals need, not to bring this back home, but like you see the recipe to beat these teams yeah. in the playoffs that are you know, the Dak Prescotts and the Aaron Rodgers you have to be physical and the Niners don't do a lot of things. Well, in my opinion, their back seven's not great. You know, their special teams are bad, but they are physical at the point of attack. And that masks all these inefficiencies from Jimmy Garoppolo. And that should give you, that should give you confidence Cardinal fans that unlike the AFC, which is just a freaking disposal of elite quarterback play in the NFC. Really? It's like, okay, can you get after their quarterback and can you run the football? Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of inefficiencies, um, Jose said, I took Jamar Chase over 86 yards and um, Jimmy G probably over 231. Ooh, yeah. that's a lot of first half passing yards, my man. No, t- no 31, 231 and a half. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, like I, I don't mind I, that. I, I could see him. I mean, he could just throw a, a, a dragged Debo Samuel for 75 yards and get halfway there. Basically. Kittle. Iuke's due yeah. for a big game, too, yeah. I think. And, and last week, there were so many drops for this Niners team. So many. And, and you, you can't. The elements in that game, Jimmy played really well in the second half of that game in week 18. Perfect weather at SoFi yeah. today. Like. We're going to see points at some point and and yardage in the second half. It just, it's going to take two quarters to get revved up. Yeah. And back to your point about, you know, the physicality and how the recipe for teams and you see this, this is one of my favorite parts about the playoffs. One of the most underrated parts. If you're like a football freak about watching schemes and stuff is if you remember when the night or when the Rams got blanked um, in the Super Bowl, it scored three points against the Patriots. After that, like before that happened, everyone was like, how the hell do you stop this team? And then, of course, the Pats figure out or play this cover one and like move everyone around the field. And then that's what happened the next year. And the Rams kind of had a bad year. The Chiefs, the same thing in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. Nobody, no, no one knew how to do it. No one knew how to stop this team. So they played a cover too high and they said everything in front. And Mahomes wasn't taking anything in front of him. Now Mahomes is taking everything in front of him. So I'm excited to see. What the, what what the trend is this year? Because Mahomes is now taking everything in front of him. He's being patient, and he can he can elude. He, he's elusive now. It doesn't make any sense. This guy gets better and better every single year. So I'm excited to see what the either Super Bowl holds or maybe what the Bengals can do today to try to stymie this team. But that's like my favorite part about this because it really like gives blueprints to defenses for the next year. Outside of Jam- Jamar Chase, like 
and probably Joe Mixon, like top to bottom, Buffalo is a far superior team, in my opinion, mm. Cincinnati. Josh Allen's a better player. Defensively, they're better. And it did not matter. It did not yeah. make a damn bit of difference when push comes to shove. When Mahomes and company took over with their multitude of Hall of Famers, they, they, they basically took the city of Buffalo's soul. And I do not think they are going to recover anytime soon. Cincinnati, to me, like if you're going to win this game – you have to get uncharacteristic turnovers that they're going to be Which going to happen. We, it, I mean, happen. yeah. And that's, I think what we're all casually rooting for because yeah. we've seen so much of Kansas city dominance, but Buffalo played at least offensively in that fourth quarter and overtime or almost overtime played perfect football. Yeah. And it did not matter. Yep. Uh, the, the biggest thing for this chief's team is the defense clearly? I mean, the, 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 the pass the, rush. Yeah, it's the pass rush, and it, it, it's 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 going to be so fun to watch. I'm super fired up for this game, and we'll get into our props for both of these games yeah. now. Um, so Johnny, you obviously had like the Jarek McKinnon. I oil. did, and, and like Burrow, like if they're going to be competitive, like it has to be because of Joe Burrow. And mm. I I just think that listen, the first round didn't play particularly well against the Raiders. They won, and then even last week you know, didn't have those gaudy numbers. I think we get like gaudy Joe Burrow stats today, uh-huh. even in a potential seven plus point loss, easily eclipses 300 yard passing, easily gets two passing touchdowns. Again, I think he hits two passing touchdowns in the first half. You are not going to keep Burrow down for four quarters. And I do not like Kansas City's back seven as much as I like, say, Tennessee's defense the way they played last mm-hmm. week. I think all that Cincinnati has heard throughout this entire week is the offensive line was terrible. You guys were awful. You gave up nine sacks. So I don't think it's going to, they're going to replicate that performance. I think they will be better. And I think that will lead to some, some nice numbers for Joe. But again, like, can you, when you go into a game against Kansas city and they're playing like this, and mm-hmm. we saw it with Buffalo last week, you have to be ready to score touchdowns every drive. It's why Buffalo went for it on fourth down early in that game to set the tone. I thought they got away from their aggressive nature in the second and third quarter, and that was the problem in that game. I could see, like, Cincinnati onside kicking to start the game. You have yeah. to do crazy shit to, to slay the dragon. Yep. And and you have to be ready to, to score 35, 40-plus points. And I think they, I, I think Joe Burrow easily hits those marks today. Uh, Jonathan has a question. Thoughts on McKinnon over 26 and a half receiving yards. I like that number. I like the yeah. over in that because as as I mentioned earlier, the the patience of Mahomes this not even not even just the season, but this postseason especially is ridiculous. I can see them running some swings and him just being able Did- to check down because that's the bang. The, the Bengals are going to play. You know, you can you can beat us with your dink and dunks, but you're not beating us over the top. And so I, Did- I think McKinnon's going to be a huge part of that. When they played, they played back on January 2nd. So it's only been, I think, like two and a half weeks since that matchup where Cincinnati won 34 to 31. I feel like that day, like for Kansas City, their run game was uncharacteristically just non-existent, right? And Clyde didn't play that day. And Jarek McKinnon wasn't the bell cow. It was Daryl Williams. Clyde had a fumbling problem at the end of the year. I don't trust if I'm Andy Reid and I know there's only one thing that can derail me, it's turnovers. I'm not giving the ball to Clyde in Unless he's on the one situations. And he's scoring the first touchdown, baby. <sighs> um, Jonathan asked, no. what are some other good props? Well, I got you, my guy. I got there you go. with these props. Um, as I said, Clyde Adrillera, I like him the first touchdown. You can take Jerry McKinnon as well, both around the same odds. 
But here's the thing. Cooper Cup is if the Rams want to win this game, he's going to need to have another generation generational performance like he's been having. And what the Niners defense do, does, and I was torn between his over receiving yards or his over receptions. His receptions got all the way up to eight and a half, but it's plus money right now. Yeah. But I kind of still like that because what the Niners defense that. the Niners defense says, okay, you have these great world beating talents at, at wide receiver. You can have those, but you're not having anything over the top. Uh, I, I could see a lot of yards after catch. I wish you could bet on Yak because um, I would hammer Cooper Cup's Yak today. So I like him over 101.5 receiving yards. I also like him over uh, his receptions, but I also like Odell's over receptions because I feel like he's going to be that guy who comes up across the middle. He's been having some huge games. I like his over at 50. I think I like everything in the Rams passing games over today. Um, I'm a really big fan of it. If they start running the ball, they're in trouble. And then it wouldn't be a Shane card, one of the last ones for NFL props, if I didn't have an under quarterback rushing prop. There's no way Joe Burrow is even going to get out of the pocket today. He's not eclipsing eight yeah, and a half rushing yards. I'm taking that. Sprinkle that on any that. parlay that you have. That's a, that's a great that's a great I'm bet by you. Hammering that. Um, Easily. And, and as I said, Melvin Ingram, it's just he's been so good. He was a nightmare last week. So I'm really excited for this game. Um, any final thoughts on these games, Johnny? Jonathan's got a couple good points in the chat. So he says he put money on Clyde's longest run, 10 and a half in one of his parlays. Listen, Ooh. I don't dislike Clyde as a player. And I think I think he's going to get touches. And I mean, listen, that's a that's a first down run. So I, I, I'm not against that. I just I Learn worry about. Yeah, I just worry about his inability to hang on to the football. And then he. Uh, the over under for longest reception Ooh. for Cooper Cup 27 and a half. Love that pound yeah. the over. Did you see what he Cooper Cup did in Tampa's secondary last week? Mm. Even if it's like late in the fourth quarter, he's gonna get free. Uh, AJ Wade says Stafford's longest pass over 35. Hammer that. Yeah, there, I, I again, I, I think that. points are going to be at a premium to come by in the first half. Yards keeping people, um, you know, between the 20s. I think we're gonna see them move the football, but. Converting in the red zone is something different, but ha- I would hammer that easily. Yeah, San Francisco secondary is still not great. No, it's not. And the reason why these are low is because of their scheme for this game. I mean, they're not going to allow anything over the top, but it's going to happen whether it comes by a bomb from Safford or you know yards after the catch from Odell or yeah. um, Cooper Cup. So is there a Joe Burrow sack prop? <laughs> I'll take plus four. Uh, yeah, I, I, you can bet on team sacks, I know, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I don't know if they're going to be available for this game just because how insanely bad the Bengals' offensive line is right now. But, yeah, uh, only other thing I have to say about this Bengals game and the reason why I'm still so confident in the Chiefs, I said this on the Defense Lock, which is on our PHNX Sports Instagram page um, on the stories every single Friday evening. This game just reminds me so much of the other AFC championships, the last two that the Chiefs have played in against the Titans, an up-and-coming team who everyone was so high on, and then the Chiefs covered. Uh, and then the Bills, every a young up-and-coming team that everyone was so high on, and then the Chiefs covered after beating, you know. And the Texans. Superior time. And they beat the Texans in the divisional round. Everybody was on the Texans. And they yeah. Unless so- your name is Tom Brady. You're not beating this Kansas City Chiefs team. Yeah, and so I just think it's going to be the same thing. Everyone's so excited. They want somebody else to win, and I think it's going to be a letdown for all of those fans. Look, I can see it happening. I just I, 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 I think I, the, the other is so much more likely. I would be shocked in the best possible way yeah. if Cincinnati won the AFC. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati coming into this year, the over-under, I think, on win total was 7.5. So it's a true Cinderella story. 
The players in the NFC, as much as it makes me want to vomit in my bed, both of those teams, Vegas was high on. Casey was the favorite to come out of the AFC. Cincinnati is the one outlier. And I think that's why it's everybody's default favorite team if it's not your team Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. I just, they do not have the horses defensively. Their offensive line is too much of a, of a, too many limitations. It has to be Joe Burrow, vintage Joe Burrow, ass kicker from LSU with Jamar Chase. And if it happens, that that's the best story in the NFL this year, and I will happily lose money on it. But who is stopping Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill when you need a stop? Buffalo was bent over last week multiple times. They could not get off the field. You got freaking um, what's his name holding up the peace sign twenty yards out before he before he scores the touchdown. <laughs> who who is stopping him for for Cincinnati yeah. in the secondary? No one. Yeah, you, you. I mean, Cincinnati's defense has overperformed, but I know that I know they have they have some good safeties and one good corner. But then you have Eli Apple opposite, and oh Eli Apple God. is former Giant, uh, former Saint, who celebrated uh, Sean Payton retiring just a lot. Uh, I'm I'm stoked. I'm fired up. And if Burrow wins this game, the must win stat is going to look even better, and people are going to have to start talking about him as one of the NFL's greatest players. Um, the only reason I'm, I'm, I would like to see Kansas city win is this point here. Saul Bookman. All we have to watch Mahomes' wife spray fans. With Are you going to tell your wife about your, your attraction to Mahomes' wife? Brittany Matthews. I mean, she knows we've talked about it. It's open. It's, it's on the table that if, you know, if we ever were to meet up and things starts, sparks start flying, maybe I get a hall pass, but I love, I love her just nonchalant attitude about she does not give two shits about what anybody thinks there's something kind of hot about that most people disagree with me so much and then i love how jackson just pops his little head in there and he's part of that he's part of that charade as well it's like watching a car wreck on the side of the road you can't look away and it's always that little morsel of oh god i have to watch kansas city play again but i'm gonna get the train wreck that is Brittany matthews and jackson Mahomes. give it to me all right. Anything else before we get out of here, Johnny? Man, so much good content coming to you from gophnx.com. If you have not become a member already, check that out. First month, 50 cents. Every subsequent month, $8.99. Shane, Saul, most of our team's going to be at the Senior Bowl this week. We're super excited for that. We are off tomorrow because we have the special show today. We are back and better than ever on Tuesday at noon enjoy the game stay enjoy hopefully making some money off of your your boys here yeah super fired up you can always follow us and if if our bets start going bad you can trash us on twitter at johnny venerable at shane deef and the show at phnx underscore bets as johnny said we'll be back on tuesday join us in the discord if you're a member um if you have any questions i'm happy to answer them we want to hang out yeah um pleasure as always uh, kick off in about 30 minutes. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Enjoy your Sundays, guys. And thanks again for joining us. Peace. <laughs>